Meg Ellefson, Chris Conley, the Wisconsin Morning News on WSAU. All right, I am not breaking any medical confidence here. Meg Ellefson will be back tomorrow and Thursday. She has a planned day off on Friday. Meg has to have her tonsils removed. She's been complaining about a sore throat for weeks now, and that apparently is the solution. Meg shared this on air yesterday, so it's not like I'm Dr. Chris and I'm opening up her medical charts. Maybe I'm more like The Simpsons' Dr. Nick Riviera. Hi, Dr. Nick! And apparently, having a tonsillectomy as an adult is, is a little more complicated than as a child. I mean, when I was a kid, people had their tonsils removed all the time. Grade school, middle school, you got sent home, you were told to eat lots of Italian ice, and you were back a day or two. Meg is going to be out for about two weeks. She's been told not to use her voice after having her tonsils removed. So that's Friday. Meg is out today because she was at the Journey concert at the Kohl Center. And you know what? Before having your tonsils removed, you should go out and have something fun. Again, Meg shared this during yesterday's program and, and may talk more about it when she's back tomorrow and Thursday. Glad to be filling in on this Tuesday morning where we'll be into the 60s today. Who would have known? I'm thinking back to when I was in high school because I want to talk about something that's happening this school year at the high school in Brockton, Massachusetts. Apparently, that's a big high school. Brockton's a mid-sized city that could probably have two or three high schools, but instead they have only one. Think of Spash. Like, Plover is probably big enough to have its own high school. It doesn't. Instead, that Stevens Point Area School District has one of the larger high schools in the state. Stevens Point Area Senior High School, I think, has more than 2,000 kids that go there. Well, Brockton High School is like that. I want you to think back to when you were in high school. How many fights were there in school? I can remember a few. Now, I went to high school in the suburbs. There were 1,500 kids in my high school. So think about the size of Wausau West or D.C. Everest. It was a large but not a sprawling high school. And I think probably two or three times a year there was a fight, like usually in the school courtyard or in the cafeteria or something that happened on school grounds on the way home from class. Not often, but not unheard of. Now, I remember a couple of years ago... um. One of my friends who I know is a high school teacher, since retired, and he's a former football coach. And I saw him at the beginning of the school year and said, hey, how's the school year going? And he said, uh, there have been a lot of fights so far. I didn't realize that in the school that he worked, which has a school resource officer and that's it, what's the security like at the school that this person worked at? One person. And that one of the jobs of larger, more burly male teachers is to assist in breaking up fights because you can't expect just one person, the school resource officer, to do that all the time. So he, football coach, kind of looked like a fire plug. Um, he would have to separate the students who got into a brawl. Now, maybe you've seen these violent videos there on YouTube of inner city schools where the fighting profiles a little bit different. I can remember one I saw. It was on the New York Post website where an assistant principal, a woman, tries to break up this fight between two girls and one of the girls, it looks like it's an accident, but accidentally slugs the teacher who is trying to get in between this fight and the teacher got knocked out cold. She hit the floor hard. She banged the back of her head and the students turned on the assistant principal. Look, if I wanted to be a teacher... I would not want to work at a school where breaking up fights 
is part of my job description. Yeah, you know, one of the things you have to do is when those students get out of control, uh, you've got to do something. Well, now on to Brockton, Massachusetts. This is this school year. Now, obviously, they are more than halfway through. We're probably coming down the stretch of the school year. Graduation is, what, a couple of months away from now, in May or in some school districts early June. Brockton, Massachusetts High School, this large high school, says they have fights all the time. And they involve multiple students. And they are more than a school resource officer or the faculty can control. You know what the proposal is in Brockton, Massachusetts? This has been in the news. It's popped up in some of our network news coverage. The Brockton, Massachusetts School Board wants the National Guard activated. They want National Guard's men and women stationed in their high school to help with school security and to control these fights, which apparently have broken out repeatedly. And they don't involve just one or two students. They involve large groups of students and are beyond what you can expect faculty or a school resource officer to break up. Well, only a governor can activate the National Guard. And the governor in Massachusetts says, no, no, I'm, I'm not activating the National Guard over the fights at Brockton High School. But you know what? The school district probably says, you know, making the request puts the issue in the spotlight, puts the issue of school security front and center, and it's likely that there'll be some other plan that something else will be done. I mean, why is using the National Guard in this way not appropriate or or not moving forward? Oh, because your National Guard's men and women are part-time soldiers that your National Guard's men or women work in factories. They have regular jobs. They have regular families. And I think it's really difficult to call someone away from, say, the shoe manufacturing factory, if that's the job that someone has, and say, uh, yeah, put your job, put your career on hold because we've got a fighting problem at the high school. And I think also, by the way, it's overkill. What, what do you do? You're going to send them out with their service weapons? They're going to have the, uh, the military rifles swung, uh, slung over their shoulder? No, I, I don't think that's appropriate for a school either. But yet for the school board, that made perfect sense. And I wonder, what do you do? What's the alternative? Again, I I don't think that as governor you can say, well, we're sending the National Guard into one of our high schools because the teenagers are just too difficult to control. But usually if I come out against something, and I'm against that, I like to have a better alternative. And what's the better alternative if a couple of times a week you have a group of, say, a dozen kids that are going at it? And uh, some of these fights are incredibly violent. And then other people begin joining in. Of course, everyone's got their cell phones out. So, I mean, all of this is going to pop up on social media. What's the solution there? Do you hire private or outside security? Do you say that in Brockton, Massachusetts, uh, we need a larger police force? Do you tell the uh, residents there, sorry, your taxes are going up. Why? Because one or two school resource officers is not cutting it at Brockton High School. Um, We need a group of four or five or six police officers. Now, you know what? If there was an incident at a school, the next day maybe you could have a bigger police presence. We've heard things like that here in our school districts. Uh, well, there was a bomb scare yesterday. Uh, it was a swatting incident. Someone called in a hoax. We know it's not true, but we sent the kids home early. We, we searched the school. We found out that that threat was, was not credible. Okay, good. But the next day, there'll be an increased police presence at the school. Kids' backpacks will be searched. They're being asked to arrive early. We're asking everyone to be on their best behavior. 
behavior. And yes, you will see a police presence. You'll see police cruisers in the parking lot. You'll see more police man or people power there at the school because of the incident that happened yesterday. Well, a police department might be able to do that for a day or two. But not if it's an ongoing situation. You would need simply more police manpower. And I know that everyone is hypersensitive about what their local taxes are. How can you say, uh, by the way, uh, we're, we're going to need five or six more officers to permanently station them at the out-of-control high school? That doesn't sound like a practical solution to me. Um, let's say you hire private security to help. Well, I mean, what kind of people are you going to get for private security? Um, in too many cases, and no offense to people who work in private security, but many people in that line of work are people who wanted to be cops, but for some reason can't be. That they're cops that uh, have a criminal record, or they're cops that have something in their personal profile that make them inappropriate choices for law enforcement. So instead, they're big, burly goons, dare I say? How's that going to work? when one of those private security people puts their hands on a brawling student. That strikes me as a lawsuit waiting to happen, so that's not a good solution either. And yet, uh, you know, again, it can't be the National Guard. I don't think it can be private security. I, I don't think it can be the local police force. It certainly can't be the teachers. What do you do? Do you start expelling the students who are involved in these brawls? Sure, but that doesn't solve the problem. Then you have kids who are already hooligans, kids who believe that they solve their problems through violence or through using their fists. Then you have them out on the streets instead of the controlled environment of a school. You might say, well, that's better for the other students who are actually going there to learn. But is it better for the community? I mean, once you begin suspending students for fighting, what do you have? You have a whole new class of juvenile delinquents who are out and about, perhaps all the time, creating other problems. So that doesn't sound like a solution either. Um, so I get how there was the request to call in the National Guard. That's not the right choice. But of all the other choices that I'm discussing here in this segment that I knew I was going to talk about, I can't come up with a solution that I like. It's a big problem there at a big high school that obviously has some issues as the school year comes to a close. Uh, that school year, I'm sure, in Brockton, Massachusetts, can't come to an end quickly enough.